uh, I've got a little discovery. Okay. I, I was on I was on uh, a smart TV the other day, mm-hmm. and you know when you're on smart TVs where it comes up with like, oh, watch this now on Disney Plus mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this Disney Plus advert came up with what I know mm. is the film Australia. <laughs> okay. The the Baz Luhrmann movie starring Hugh Jackman and Nicole Kidman. Okay. Right. But same font. They're both Australian. Was that? They're both Australian. They are. Uh, well, I know Hugh Jackman is. Nicole Kidman. Who knows? Who knows? She's Australian. She. Nicole Kidman. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Well, Sorry, I'm pulling your face right now right. because I'm like, I really thought she was. Maybe she is. Who knows? But basically, this film is like Baz Luhrmann's, like Gone with the Wind. American also, Australian. American Australian. It's like this epic three and a bit hour movie about uh, like this person living on this farm mm. in rural Australia. And then there's a whole bit at the end about World War II oh. and stuff like that. Mm. And uh, it's very... So I cannot stress you to you enough, mm. right, how this film is called Australia. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I might have been one of five people that ever saw this movie from beginning to end because mm-hmm. it was three and a bit hours long, <laughs> and it was effectively two movies smashed together. Okay, yeah. Like, you think it's ended, and then you look at the runtime, and it's like, oh, there's another hour <laughs> there's and forty more. minutes. Is there? It's quite a lot more of this. Okay, yeah. wow. Um, mm. So Disney Plus is advertising to me far away downs with okay. the same cast, same font, far away downs under, and I'm just like. That's the film Australia. <laughs> what is this? Is it like is it is it the American release? Well, so <laughs> I went on a tiny little rabbit hole, a rabbit a rabbit ditch if you will. Yeah. Because I was like I, I originally was like oh right maybe it was called Far Away Downs in like another country or mm-hmm. something and they've just released it on Disney Plus mm-hmm. as the American version. Mm-hmm. But no. I click on. I had to search "Far Away Downs" on Disney Plus, yeah. and it's a series. What? They've they've cut the film into six half-hour episodes and changed the name and changed the name, thinking that no one would notice because <laughs> because they couldn't encourage anyone to watch it. Yeah, as a, as a three and a bit hour movie. That's it. That's it. No one in this day and age is watching a three-hour movie about moving. Uh, cattle from one side of Australia to another. <laughs> That's the first half of the movie. Wow. Yeah. Um, they do it and then World War Two breaks out, I think. I think that's the plot of Australia. We've finally finished moving this cattle from one end of Australia to the other. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Now we'll be happy. <laughs> no. War would declare. <laughs> Cut away yeah. to a title card that just says <laughs> war, was war was declared. <laughs> It may very well do that. <laughs> it's been years since I've seen it, and I was bored out of my mind when I was watching it. <laughs> but, like, I'm amazed that that's happened. That they could just do that. Mm. It's like just getting rid of the Willow TV show, yeah. isn't it? It's like, well, the opposite of it. Yeah. It's like they've made a new series out of a, a film that no one saw back in the day. <laughs> just going through the archives. What can we cut up? Yeah, what can we... It's, it's basically what they did with the Kenobi movie yeah. to make it into a series. Yeah. Oh, I wish that was a movie. Yeah, well, it is. Someone's, someone's edited it yeah. into a 
quite decent movie that I've yet to watch. <laughs> okay. Apparently, it's really good. And they've done it with Boba Fett. They've yeah. done it in two parts, Boba okay. Fett. Um, you can definitely tell what the two parts will be if you've ever watched the Boba Fett Yeah, yeah, you just series. skip all the flashbacks. So basically, you cut the flashbacks into yeah. one film yeah. and then cut the bits in the... Like in the modern day, into into <laughs> into another film, and you've got two parts. And I think they've done it with Ahsoka now as well. It's like clearly these projects were meant to be movies. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm entirely sure. Yeah, supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was something I just found That's the bizarre. other day. I, I was I was like, wait, hang on, that's Australia. And then not only was it. <laughs> rename something but now it's a series so i was looking at um my discovery mm. was that uh there is a um i was looking at rotten tomatoes as i often do yeah um just just to see upcoming movies movies that are coming out soon on yeah, rotten yeah. Tomatoes. oh yeah, yeah, yeah as you do when you're putting up a uh, a title post or looking for a genre as we discovered last week. Um, and discovered a new movie coming out in 2023. Ooh. Um, it's an hour and 50 long. Um, and uh, and it's called Song of the South. What? It's called Song of the South. No. Um, they've not gone and done it. <laughs> they've, not, they've not re-released Song of the South. Uh, no. No, it can't uh, be. It's... Is it a Disney movie? No, it is not. Oh. It's based on a novel of mm. the same name, but not the same name. Yeah, yeah. In Vietnamese. Like, it's a Vietnamese uh, writer. Okay, right, yeah. Um, so, so, Song of the South was uh, originally a Disney movie. Um, you'll probably... You probably will never have heard of it, but you will have heard the song from it that goes, Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. My, oh, my, what a wonderful day. It's, it's, what, it's like one of a few films that the Disney Corporation is ashamed of because of its portrayal of slavery. Um, it's, uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, it's just weird Yeah, that this it's... is called Song of the South. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did a massive double take. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've got to. If you see that, if you see the name of that film popping up yeah. in lists of, of recent <laughs> releases, you're like... Oh my god, maybe they've done it. Have they really done it? Have they brought it back, this yeah. weird racist movie? Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 one of those things that's like it's historical because it was the first like proper like feature length blending of live action and hand drawn animation, mm. but they've just got rid of it. It's Mary Poppins now. Mm. <laughs> it's Mary Poppins is the first one, apparently. Um I, I also came up with a, a discovery. Mm. We've got this, this, the discovery section. The discovery channel. Um, Tom, Paula Abdul. Okay. Opposites attract. You ever seen yes. the videos of that? Yes. It's where she's cat. banging a cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Banging an animated cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, look it up if you haven't seen it, listeners. Yeah. Um, it's a good song. Huh? Uh, one step forward, two steps back. Something, something... Because opposites attract. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's how it goes. Yeah. When do you think that came out? When do you think that music video came out? <laughs> I'm going to say late 80s. Okay. All right. Now, there is a really easy way <laughs> to remember when Opposites Attract came out. Yeah, yeah. Is it like a mnemonic? 
Yeah, there's, there's a mnemonic. Okay. And that is, it's the year that everyone is banging cartoon characters. What? That's right. It's the same year as Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And Cool World. <laughs> yeah. Right? I think so. <laughs> Some... 1988 yeah, yeah. is the year that everyone was just banging, ra- <laughs> banging rabbits <laughs> and cats and things. Animated. They were just like, we've perfected this, yeah. this art of putting people with cartoon characters <laughs> and now they're all going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> They're all gonna start having sex. <laughs> we're looking at ca- we're looking at cartoon characters in a different light, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> look, eighty-eight. Look, we're we're working. We're, uh, we need this. We need a we need a music video for this new song that Paul Paula Abdul's about to put out. Um, do you have any ideas? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just finishing off work on a really sexy rabbit <laughs> in this movie in this feature film I'm doing. Do you want me to give you a really sexy cat for Paula Abdul? Jessica Samson? Rabbit isn't a rabbit, though. I guess she's, she's just a married to Roger Rabbit. Yeah, she, I forgot about that. She, she's a human that yeah, is married talking, to Roger Rabbit. I was Rabbit. talking about Roger Rabbit, a yeah. really sexy rabbit. <laughs> He's exactly as sexy as, as, as the cat that Paula Abdul has, <laughs> has, has relations with. So, <laughs> Do you think this is the year that like furries really took off? They were like an underground yeah. sort of thing. But then eighty eight, they, they were snuck like snuck into the animation is... industry. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the mm. year, the year of the sexy cartoon character, nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. <laughs> I always wonder what eighty eight was all about. <laughs> it's like you've got you got a lot happening in like seventy seven. Yep. 1980, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 82, that kind of thing. Yeah. 88 is just before the 90s, isn't Nothing it? Nothing really? really happens, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, apart from now we know. <laughs> I, I bet that. I don't think that's the year the Berlin Wall fell down, is it? <laughs> it might be. Maybe <laughs> that's just something to do with it. <laughs> maybe, maybe people watched all these sexy cartoon characters and were like, we don't need to be divided. <laughs> Let's unite us. That and, that and David Hasselhoff. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's all linked. Maybe all we need all... is David Hasselhoff to have sex with a sexy cartoon <laughs> mouse. Yeah. And uh... David Hasselhoff never did it. What? David Hasselhoff no, no, never did no, it. No, I no, mean, I mean now. Oh, All right. we need is David Hasselhoff to have sex with a cartoon mouse and the whole world cool. will be united. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, get, uh, let's get Bob Iger involved. Let's... Yep. Let's get Hasselhoff in a room with Minnie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the world will be watching. <laughs> like that like like the pig. <laughs> in that episode in, in, of Black Mirror. Black Mirror, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the fucking the pig, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just was, like that. So eighty eight was the year. Yeah. Full everyone's of, fucking cartoon everyone's characters yeah, yeah. yeah. that was my discovery this, this, uh, this week alright so from Stephen Thomas we've got my arms were built only for destruction yet I must hug <laughs> that's good yeah I like that yeah the the um, the the Punchbot three thousand. Yeah, isn't this just the plot of the Iron Giant? Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I was just I was made to destroy the world, but I've got to hug. I must. I must love. I must hug Superman. 
<laughs> Vin Diesel, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, Superman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that's the plot. Um, okay. So I, I think like there's got to be several... Ooh, what if we could combine like what's what's the worst, most destructive hug you could receive? <laughs> That's right. I never thought I would ever be asked this question. That's right. A kraken. <laughs> um, it's and, it's and, a navy, and uh, navy cribby, yeah. robot experiment. And we could be anything that like you know has tentacles and stuff but like I'm yeah. cribbing a little bit from the Jonathan Coulton um, song uh, which I can't even remember the name of where mm. basically it's a song sung from the perspective of a kraken <laughs> who really just wants to, to, to well, like yeah to every time like to understand the humanity right. and stuff but keeps accidentally sinking things it's called <laughs> I Crush Everything because I was thinking it could be like a you know like a real steel robot boxing movie yeah okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, the arms specifically yeah. were built to, 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 to destroy to punch yeah yeah, yeah. and, and oh yeah. but then uh, and the robot uh, like a, uh, a one of those old punching robots arms they can't come together no they can't like wrap around anything because they're, they're straight yeah they only punch outward the rock'em sock'em robots yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. so <laughs> so it sounds like <laughs> I have no mouth yet I must scream they're, they're, they they literally cannot hug yeah yeah oh um uh, uh, and I think this is short in which basically these two um robots gurn and hate each other and yeah. like you know they 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 have this utter hatred of each other they go out onto stage every night and they they like mm. uh, you know like they they insult each other and they say like yeah. all that sort of thing yeah, there's big rivalry behind the scenes <laughs> but once uh, 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 at some point like they do the uh, fist punch yeah. and it kind of goes through some of the workings of, of oh. uh, another one and they're for a second there Their they're locked bend. together yeah, yeah yeah this is a Pixar short <laughs> yeah isn't yeah. it it's uh, two robots that constantly fight each other yeah and in then... order to get into the position where they are hugging yes <laughs> And then, and everyone in the audience is bored. Yeah, <laughs> because they're hugging. Yeah, because they want they're, they're waiting for these robots to be fixed. Yeah. So all the time, these blokes come up and they've got a broom and they lever them apart. Yeah, yeah. Right, because they're stuck together. But all they want is to get into that. And you know, you, like I like in boxing, you know, when they hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like that's what I was getting yeah. at. It was just sort of like sometimes they just hug for a bit. And I don't know why that why that what that's for. Yeah. But I like to think that the reason they're boxing is because they crave intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're psychoanalyzing yeah. decades, yeah, maybe hundreds of years <laughs> of uh, of sportsmen. And they're like, break it up, break it up. And I was like, why break it up? They're just hugging. They're yeah. having a nice hug. Um, and yeah, so these these, these uh, janitors come along and they lever them apart, and they're like, no. Um, uh, but like. Because of the Pixar animation, we're going to see it only in their eyes. Yes. Is that they, they are sad to be removed from one another. Yeah. And then, like, so they get, they, um, they build more and more contraptions onto their arms and they get bigger and bigger just so that they can, like, you know, uh, more frequently hook into each other. Until, until and, they're and, destroying and, cities. Yeah, exactly. They're getting bigger and bigger <laughs> yeah. until they're, like, uh, Pacific Rim-sized robots that are just hugging each other. Yeah, and the stadiums get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, until eventually, like, they... Um, uh, I don't know. I think 
they start getting they like, they're losing ratings because they're they're breaking quote unquote breaking too much because they get they're constantly getting into these hugs yeah. and that's the point where they, they someone tries to scrap them and they go like no and then they just start punching the world <laughs> Pixar short yep yeah they destroy the world for love <laughs> yes um, once once the whole city is leveled then they can just hug then they can hug yeah yeah oh bless 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 um, so that was my arms were built only for destruction yet I must hug <laughs> thank you Stephen Thomas for that thank one thank you Nice. Um, robots. Robots. That's what we're doing. What we're we're doing. We've got the discoveries part. Yeah. Like we've got. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's not make this a thing. What we discovered this week. What we discovered. What we learned this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the film Australia was cut into six parts and then put on Disney Plus as a series. <laughs> yep. and No one would notice. Why uh, does Why does Hugh Jackman look really young? <laughs> And yeah, I, robots. Yeah, robots. Um, robots. So, like, I was... I'm going to be honest, Tom. Mm. I've gotten to the point where um, I, I choose to add genres to the, to the poll yeah. uh, based entirely on what I've watched that week. That's, that's, an, that's the easy way of doing it. Yeah. I mean, it's an arbitrary list, yeah. really, of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. you just throw, throw stuff in. And um, uh, catches your fancy that week. This week I watched um, an episode of Doctor Who, or I should say a, a, a story, mm. Doctor Who story, because Classic Who is really weird. It's like they are these th- these these short episodes. Yeah. Um, but that just means that you can get through like four of them in in the in the time that you would normally watch anything else. Yeah. Um, but they there'll be like four episodes that are a story, mm. right? And it. And it usually kind of gives it a bit of time to breathe. It gives yeah. they get to introduce uh, Mr. Arnold, the groundskeeper, and uh, <laughs> and, and he like they're he really like, really hamming up the side characters. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. you just get cut back to him scratching his head as a, as a rocket flies out of you know yeah, whatever yeah. like or the moon explodes. There's, there's room for waffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which I love. Yeah. I love that. Um, but anyway, I watched this. Um, it's Tom Baker's first story. Mm. Um, he's just regenerated, um, and uh, it's about a robot. It's just called Robot. Yeah. Um, and it's got. And I showed you a clip earlier. Um, but but look up the highlights um, if you can on YouTube, listeners. Yeah. Um, I used it in the title post yeah. uh, for a reason. It's the most adorable little <laughs> robot you've ever seen and, yeah. and it's supposed it is the threat it is the threat of this this entire story right? yeah you know it's a it's a robot that could destroy the world sort of thing yeah but um it looks like a mixture of I think it's like Gort from the day the earth stood still mm-hmm. a a really bad really bad like a, a prototype Cylon from the original Battlestar Galactica yeah um and just a mishmash of Doctor Who stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just got these tiny dangly little hooks. Like hooks on the end of little thin, yeah. you know, uh, clearly, you know, want, wanting to be flexible mm. uh, wrists, essentially. But they're because they're just cables. But they're yeah. just floppy. It means that they're, everywhere it goes, it's just flopping these little hooks around. And then, um, uh, and, and they haven't quite managed to get sound design right. So early on in the episode, yeah. it's like we've got, we're, we're looking through its vision, right? Mm. And it's got all these hexagons around its vision and all that sort of thing. 
and then it walks up to this uh, chain link fence yeah um uh in a, in a you know, keep out military uh, thing because it's stealing. It, it, oh, it yeah, steals yeah. from a uh, steals a laser from a or, or part of a laser from a military um, in, in research facility. Mm. And you just like it's you see the lock on the chain link fence, yeah. and then the um, uh, then you just hear like like they're just clocking these yeah, little yeah. hooks against a lock and then um and then the you just see the chain fall away uh, wow. it's like nothing about it has weight everything it just it's just like a it's not quite just a guy pairing wearing trousers like you pointed out it does kind of look good mm. in its as a unit but when you look at any individual part yeah, for yeah. too long, and they do show you any individual part for too long, yeah, yeah. like when it puts its feet down and the whole thing rattles like there's no weight <laughs> to it at all. <laughs> it's just um, glorious. Yeah. I, I fell in love with this robot immediately. <laughs> and there's a bit toward the end of the story, spoilers for Robot, mm. um, that came out in 1960-something. Um, Is that just the name of the episode? Yeah. Robot. Yeah. Um, exactly, yeah. Um, and... Uh, uh, and there's a bit near, toward the end where it becomes it, it does the, it does the Power Rangers thing where it becomes enormous. Oh yeah, yeah. It becomes that, like kaiju size. Photo you used, yes, from uh, for the title post. Yeah, where Sarah Jane Smith is like on the ground and and right. and, and uh, like uh, superimposed, and then there's this just yeah. massively blown up picture. Now looking at that, yeah, that picture, it looks it very clearly green screened. Yeah. Um, but it looks like they've done a Lord of the Rings thing where they've got the robot to stand really close up to the camera yeah. and her really far back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then they've green screened it in. There's, Tom, there's a bit where um, uh, they bring in a tank to try and get rid of it. Oh, yeah. And they get a toy tank and they put it in front of the no. screen. It really does oh. it. They, they put it really like, like you know, so forced good. perspective, like a tiny toy tank rumbles yes. its way onto the screen. And the worst part is they haven't even chosen a clear sight line so there's just chicken wire in the background like which really shows you the scale of this toy <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing I love, I love shit like that yeah is it, I'm, I'm genuinely yeah. fucking loving watching Old yeah. Doctor Who it uh, is so much fun and I'm enjoying the new stuff don't yeah. get me wrong but like I'm living I am living <laughs> for classic who right now nice the, the, those are the best science fiction tv shows though the yeah. ones from the like the 60s 70s <laughs> like the ones where like there wasn't much of much of a budget for sci-fi or fantasy yeah and they've really got to sell you on an idea rather than like the special effects yeah yeah for sure and you just go, you've got to have Fate, like you, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you just got to. You're gonna uh, suspend your disbelief for a little bit. Yeah, it's it's why I prefer watching uh, Star Trek: The Original Series over the Next Generation. Interesting. I mean, the Next Generation still has that. Yeah, but like, there's a lot of there's a lot of absolute rubbish that happens in the original <laughs> series. That it's just like, how did they get the new Chris Pine sh films? from watching <laughs> the original series I am baffled yeah because it really is I mean we watched The Trouble with Troubles the other day yeah and like 60% 65% of that episode is just 
worrying about how many guards to put on a space station <laughs> yeah. and, and an angry boss an angry politician yeah and then some Klingons who are just guys in sparkly trousers yeah but with like with like boot polish on their eyebrows yeah like we're back when Klingons were just guys they're just guys I mean yeah, they're yeah. just guys now but they're guys with ridges and stuff yeah yeah they, they look they look alien they look like yeah, aliens yeah, yeah. and they, especially now yeah yeah they look super alien now because they've kind of blended the design of um, the next Klingons next generation in, and uh, yeah next gen and DS9 and then um, yes. the uh, like beyond and, and stuff like that yeah um, is it beyond or is it into darkness that has Klingons? Into darkness has Klingons in yeah. briefly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they have the, the like they're very smooth but with very defined ridges. Yes, yeah. Uh, and then so yeah, the 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 new ones, um, boldly, uh, strange new worlds and um, mm. uh, and discovery. They have Klingons that are yes. differently differently designed. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, the point being, yeah, just like. It, it is janky as fuck. The, mm. But it's not that the triples look bad. Yeah. They look fine, right? You believe them. Yeah. yeah. It's the it's the fact that the, the it, it revolves around a character called, like, fucking... Uh, what is his name? It's some, like, Subaru Jones or something. Yeah, it's just... Like, <laughs> well, the episodes we watched, uh, Mud's Women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another guy, it's, it's a similar guy. Yeah, yeah. It's, I can't remember his first Salesman name. Salesman guy. It's, it's, just some, it's a guy called Mud who deals in women. Yeah. Really attractive ladies. Yeah. And he's dressed like a pirate, but not a pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean. More like the Pirates of Penzance. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird to think that, like, again, going back to the Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto <laughs> Star Trek, it's yeah. like... How did they get that from <laughs> yeah. watching new Star Trek? It's crazy. But like in Trouble with Tribbles, like this guy, um, he's 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 a salesman, but he's yeah. got like all these pockets everywhere, <laughs> and he's like, there's this whole scene where there's a there's a bar fight going on between mm. the Klingons and the and and and, and Starfleet. Yeah, yeah, and while this bar fight is going on, and this is a long scene. Mm. He's just trying to get a drink. <laughs> so he's watching. There's triples everywhere. Yeah. He's just watching, like, um, the people fight each other. Mm. And, like, he, he, he uh, goes to the, you know, because the, the, the barman runs away from the bar. Yeah, yeah. So he just goes behind the bar, starts pouring himself a drink. I'm really enjoying myself yeah. uh, and like he's just like ooh don't mind me you're just going to take a drink here and a drink there yeah. and he starts walking holding them above himself walking through the fight it's very well choreographed obviously but it's just not part of the episode yeah. <laughs> it's just a silly thing that yeah, happens yeah. during it yeah, yeah. It's no, it makes absolutely no difference to the. You could have cut away at the start of this bar fight, and you'd still. Yeah. And then it because the next scene it cuts to Kirk telling Scotty off for having started a bar fight, <laughs> right? Cut so, to <laughs> Eric Banner in two thousand nine. You took everything from me, <laughs> and now I'm going to destroy Starfleet. <laughs> bah. <laughs> no, no silly bar shenanigans in that movie. Or mm. maybe there is. Yeah. But it's treated with a different kind of reverence. Um, not many robots in Star Trek. 
there's uh, data. There's data. Yeah. Data. Yeah. He's an android. Yeah. There's there's not many robots in original Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. From, from like what there's, I there's the computer. Yeah. Obviously, the, the computer says things, and then Uhura says them again. Yeah. Um, but uh, like the um, yeah, like there's not not a lot of like just you know clanky. They're, they're, yeah. Their vision isn't really like clanky little guys. Because Star Trek did weird, uh, weird character designs in a completely different way. As mm. in, everyone's in togas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go down to a planet. Everyone's in weird toga-looking <laughs> things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Rack has got his nipple out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's just really kind of off-putting, <laughs> off-putting. But you don't know why ah, in Star Trek. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about robot movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, my favorite being the uh, my favorite robot movies almost entirely are just a little like I don't I don't care for the sentience of AI stuff. No, no, the, right? No ones that use robots to ask big questions about no, what, what it means to, to be human. AI or that the creator or like oh god, I forgot about the creator. You can forget that stuff, right? The, the creator, I went to get a signed poster of. You did went to see the movie, yeah, and I was like, oh, I've got a signed poster of this uh, oh, film. No. I've, I've really, really gone all in on this movie. That's okay. It's acceptable. Yeah, it's fine. I guess like. It was funny because I was talking to someone at work about the creator because mm. they went to see it as well. And the more we talked about it, and I went to see it with my brother, and the more we talked about it as well, I was like, actually, no, it was a pretty good movie. Mm. I'm interested to see it again. But mm-hmm. at the time, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, you know, along the same lines, Blade Runner, the same arc yeah. uh, of, of, of enjoying the movie, but uh, also, like, um, uh, like, Blade Runner is about robots. Mm. But it's not really. It's, is it's it? not. No. No one's going beep boop, are they? No, no, no. <laughs> Harrison Ford is like, <laughs> like the debate of uh, whether or not Deckard, Harrison Ford's character in Blade Runner, is an android or not, mm. um, is completely answered by him in the second movie going beep boop, <laughs> beep. I'm a robot. Um, yeah. It's, Spoiler it's, alert for Blade Runner 2049. Like, it is about robots, yeah. but it's so elevated. The discussion is so elevated that it's just like, oh, well, it, it's just about people then. Yeah, yeah. Um, about two different kinds of people. Yeah. Um, but, like, it, it is technically about robots. Mm. Um, uh, but, like, the ones I like yeah. are more, like... Uh, the Iron Giant. The Iron Giant's good. Yeah. Um, uh, I always forget what Short Circuit. Oh, uh, yeah. With Johnny Five. Yeah. Um, and uh, I like. I, I, I even like Chappie. Ah, right. That's, that's a film I've not seen. Um, I have seen I have seen that movie. It's got Hugh Jackman in it. And Diant Wart. Yeah, and Diant Wart, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, here's the thing about those movies, right? Uh, like. They're less about they're less, and this, this is why I like data in Star in Star Trek. Yeah, they're less about like, ooh, what is human, and like, although there is a bit of that in in data. Mm. Um, it's more about well, we know you're not quite what we would describe as normal. Yeah, yeah. But you're trying your best to understand our rules, mm. and 
I'm a person who thinks about rules quite a lot. Yeah. In yeah. like, you know, societal rules, like mm. the rules of comedy, the rules of, yeah. of, of, of whatever, right? I try and like, I try and like come up with narratives and rules for everything. Yeah. Um, uh, robots do that too. Yeah. Right? Um, like, and it's, it's really funny when you look at like how people are behaving mm. and you go like, What's the structure here? Like, yeah. what, why did you do that thing? Funnily enough, I quit drinking for a similar thing. Yeah. I was working at a pub at the time mm. and then suddenly analysed what was actually happening at the yeah. pub. Swapped all the drinks out for just liquid, mm-hmm. like water. Yeah. And I was like, people just come here to get, like, drugs. Yeah. Effectively. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. I was like... Cool. Well, I'm gonna quit drinking. <laughs> yeah, because like that's it. If that, if that's mm. all this is, mm. then I'm not doing it. Like what, the the sort of like yeah, you just divorce yourself from like your your assumptions and the feelings and the vibes and the associations, yeah. right? And you just go mm. like uh, why why is this person saying that to that person? And it's, I think it's a really good a lens to see with through which to see humanity. Yeah, I feel a lot of resonance with like robot characters that are like hmm how how do how do people uh like seeing something that feels super naturalistic yeah and then go and then going like but why yeah but but how do i replicate that mm. um i think there's a great resonance there it happens in chappie it happens in um in in, in uh short circuit yeah like but most of all with robots what I like most about them Tom yeah. is when they go like their hand goes folds down and a little thing comes out and it goes <laughs> and then they've got like it's got a fan yeah. or, 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 or when in uh, short circuit when he goes into the library and he goes and he, and he like reads all the books really fast yeah oh it's great <laughs> it's like um, Star Wars then Star Wars doesn't really Ask the, it has robots in it. I love the little beat boot robots in, in, in Star Wars. Exactly. Doesn't ask any big questions. It, it, they do not ask, ask <laughs> any questions but then, about the robots in Star Wars. But then the one time they got close to robots being like... I think the problem... The, the reason... I love the, the form of the, the robots in Star yeah, Wars. Yeah. I don't really love them. I don't yeah. really love, um, like, C-3PO, for instance. Yeah. Right? Because C-3PO doesn't really... I mean, sometimes C-3PO asks, like little comedy questions like I just don't understand them uh, that sort of thing right? <laughs> yeah yeah but like if uh, when Star Wars strayed toward the questions I wanted them to ask <laughs> right in uh, Solo in Solo yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm glad you I'm glad you saw where I was going with yeah, this yeah yeah no. because I was thinking like the only time any any yeah sort of questions have been asked about the droids in Star Wars yeah. has been in Solo. Yeah, and then and they like... immediately fridged that person and yeah. put them in the Millennium Falcon. Yes. In, and they, they, they became the computer for the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah. They, they completely ripped the voice out. <laughs> Which is a shame because now the Millennium Falcon has to be my favourite character from Star Wars. Yeah, and, and to some degree it's my favourite character <laughs> from Star Wars. It's, uh, Apart from Andor Dandor. Andor, oh yeah, Andor Dandor. Andor Dandor and the Dandor of Andor. Yeah, um, but the, uh, it's, what's her name? Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah. Yes, yeah. she plays that. She does. Yeah. Uh, which is wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so just, like, 
Yeah, there's the uh, in Solo. If you haven't seen it, listeners, um, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character is a droid. Yeah, um, who is intent on the liberation of all droids, taking their uh, <laughs> taking off yeah. their restraining bolts. She starts a riot. Yeah, uh, in the mind. frees all the droids. Yeah, and then gets shot. And then gets and then shot. Her mind gets put in into the Millennium shit. Falcon. Yeah. Yep. and she loses her voice. Yep, <laughs> it's. It's crazy, yep. but that's the only time <laughs> it's ever been brought up in a Star Wars film. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, not quite the same. I do love this, the, the robots mm. from, from Star Wars, but that's because they've got the form down. Yeah, like you've got R2-D2. He's got a little whistle stick. He's got, He's a, got little, a little... That's, that's what I thought when the little stick comes out. And yeah. zzz, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've got a BB-8. Mm-hmm. He's got it, a flamethrower. He's got a little lighter yeah. that <laughs> comes out and is like a thumb. Up, yeah. It's great. It's great. Um, and you've got... Uh, what's the name? Leia's got a little sort of uh, batteries not included kind of oh, droid. Oh, yeah, a little flying uh, drone guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's real fun. It's cute, yeah. Can't remember yeah. the name, but um, yeah. yeah. Apart from when it's a traitor. <laughs> what? Uh, in in um, in uh, Obi Wan, yeah, yeah, the it series. becomes a traitor for a bit. Oh yeah, it does. It does snitch on where they are. Yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 like a tracker mm-hmm. device. Yeah. yeah, and you know, to an extent, C three PO's got the little. Where do they get all the energy? Yeah. Uh, sort of, sort of. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know any C three PO lines whatsoever. <laughs> but I'm just making them. Oh, up. <laughs> please just make up like three off the spot. Okay. Um. Um. Uh. Well, I wouldn't go over there if I were you. Uh, how about... Um, <laughs> they keep putting things in their mouths. Uh, <laughs> and um, uh, this goes against all the safety protocols. <laughs> you've, you've nailed C-3PO <laughs> in like three phrases there. Like none of which, none of which are ever said by yeah. C-3PO, but that's, that's pretty bang on. <laughs> pretty bang on. <laughs> it just goes to show how like characterized the characters are in yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> um but yeah, like I think, you know, data in Star Trek is there to ask questions just like Spock was mm. to ask questions of uh, from the perspective of someone who doesn't an outsider who doesn't understand humanity yeah. to make us look at ourselves um, to critique us as as we behave yeah right um, uh, like to make us question what the function of an emotion is in our uh, in our life mm. right because um, because uh, Robots can't feel emotion. That's one of the no. big things, right? Uh, what the function of purpose is, yeah. right? Um, in robot, in um, uh, in the Doctor Who episode, mm. there's this whole thing where, like, uh, this robot has been created whose prime directive is to serve humanity and never hurt a human. Yeah, right. But then there be, people are being told this is an enemy of humanity, and they yeah. go ah! It goes like a beep boop. I'm 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 uh, going mad. Yeah. Um, because if we strip back our just existence as purpose, mm. right? Our, our purpose is just to continue existing and just to experience, uh, or to to like um, the if we strip back all the emotion and all the the joy and all that sort of things out of it, and mm. we just go well, my job is yeah right then we become something less good right we're mm. not we're not human anymore um and and like that's another function of i think robots to to, to ask weird questions like that yeah um uh like oh they can do everything we can do better but they they are we've focused them into this like job mm. it's interesting 
how um so i've been thinking about age of ultron recently tom it's, that's been true for the last five or six yeah, years I, i've been constantly thinking about age of ultron yeah. and what i really have grown to like about age of ultron is mm. tony stark's character mm. after he nearly dies in the avengers yeah and he's got these flashback, these PTSD in Iron Man 3. Mm. And then in Ultron, he's like, okay, what if we can set up uh, something to protect the world forever? Yeah. Um, and then he does that. Yeah. And it doesn't work. Mm. He doesn't give it another go afterwards, <laughs> which is like, is like he maybe the first try didn't, yeah. didn't work out. Yeah. But like, he... Basically, he comes to the conclusion at the end of Ultron that it's like, huh, maybe it's not like... I think there's a line he says to Thor. Um, he's talking about, like, I don't think you understand why we need this because Thor's immortal mm-hmm. and Iron Man is mortal. He's constantly yeah. running out of time. He needs something to, like, let the world be, yeah. like, protected by forever. Mm-hmm. And then... After Ultron, like the next thing he does is recruit Spider-Man. Yeah, he's like, okay, maybe the next generation maybe children of the thing. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is something something I thought about again in the Marvels yeah. when Nick Fury is so ready to just hire up Miss <laughs> Marvel to to fight his battles. It's like these are child soldiers. Mm-hmm. I've just got it. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> But yeah, I love how the question of of AI in in Age of Ultron is um, sort of it is a bad thing. Yeah, it's it, like, and the conclusion is to sort of leave it to humanity to do that yeah. rather than <laughs> rather than like leave it at, like it's lazy. Yeah, in a way, yeah. yeah it's uh, it's an interesting arc which I think makes Age of Ultron much better as it ages. Yeah, fair I enough. Think. Um, yeah, I think I think that there's that there is that sort of thing of like there is a good, it's a good point that mm. we don't know ourselves, mm. right? So you try human humanity tries to create something like that accurately um, serves humanity. Yeah, when we don't know ourselves well enough to know what we are, n- never mind what we need. Mm. So if you try and create a tool that just fixes yeah. us, it's going to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's going to fix us. Yeah, it's to, which is like what AI is doing mm. as a tool, right? Like yeah. you try and create a tool that's going to be like that's going to fix every problem at once. Yeah, write write my dissertation for me, but also um, uh, tell me how to cook a mushroom, but also tell me what berries are poisonous and aren't poisonous. A- AI gives us what we want, but not what we need. Exactly. Yeah. It tells us what we want to hear. And uh, Tron does Confidently. This. <laughs> Tron does that really, really well. Yeah. Uh, the Tron legacy, rather. Because, mm. like, he, he creates this... Uh, Jeff Bridges creates this AI mm. in the likeness of himself and says, create the perfect system. Yeah. And then once Jeff Bridges realises that the system the creators have given birth to this imperfect thing... Yeah. ...that is something he didn't even think he... Knew, like he didn't even think he wanted, yeah. But like somehow he needed the AI goes. Nah, it's not perfect. That's not what you set me, set me out to do. <laughs> I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna kill it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Destroy this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's uh, it's interesting. Like again, that's the completely other side of the coin mm. from Spock and Data. Is yeah. like that they are Spock and Data are learning and sort of a reflection of 
of who we are as humans and like it's an interesting lens to look at humanity from yeah whereas like Ultron and Clue in in uh, Tron Legacy and Age of Ultron it's and to some degree Skynet as well I guess is like that but it's like it's this whole thing of like okay a bit of humanity doesn't and it's storytelling it's, yeah. it's what, does, what does this person want a bit of humanity is need? imperfection yes which is kind of the, the point of World's End as well yes uh, which isn't I guess that is a robot movie yeah it is a robot. All those little android blue milk guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've not seen that for a while. Apparently, World's End gets better as you get older. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Because, uh, like, when I first saw World's End, it was like, I think I was at uni. I must have been 20 something years. Yeah. And, and now. And now I think I'm older. Yeah. With like more sort of reverence for the for the days gone by. There's more space between you and the days gone by. Yes, and, and the days when we drank loads and and, and did pub crawls and yeah. stuff like that. So I yeah, I apparently like someone on YouTube was talking about it, just like oh yeah, I, when I watched it, I didn't get it, but now now I'm older. So <laughs> I, weird thing I, is, I, I didn't really like my teenage years. Yeah, very much at all. Certainly not looking back. Mm. Um, I didn't. There are good memories, but like I would never no, no, try never and summon back. my teenage gang yeah. back together. Oh no, no, you know, like yeah. um, uh, I think, a, and I, I didn't really resonate with that. I did resonate with like the the ending is the thing that stuck with me all this time. I mm. think where the, where where humanity is like, yeah, we're fucking disorderly and useless and 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 and, and trash, but like. Yeah. That's kind of what makes us us, so you can't take it away. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, which is 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 nice. It's a uh, it's uh, it's well spoken and well framed. Mm. Um, it's uh, but I, I think I might be ready for watching. Yeah, because the, the the thing the the point made was like it's an interesting point that the film's trying to make that isn't at the front of when you first watch it. Yeah, but when you watch it a few times yeah you definitely it's, it's like it's an Edgar Wright movie it's, yeah it's, you see a lot more in it but but there's less up front yes like it, it's because Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead yeah the meaning it takes you maybe going down to sit at the sofa to go like yeah that was really like they're, they're totally yeah, yeah. fit together yeah uh, instantly likable movies yeah exactly whereas World's End I think is trying to say a lot more it is yeah without doing without I mean and being being entertaining at the same time, it's yeah. sort of yeah, errs on it. And the the ending because it's not as uplifting as Shaun of the Dead mm. or Hot Fuzz. Mm. It's it seems to sort of like it was like that's kind of that, that's what you're going to end your your trilogy on. I, mean, it, I guess they, it's at least two of those movies are bittersweet endings. Yeah, right. Shaun of the Dead very very much that yeah yeah um so world's end and, and show that had similar kind of endings it's like mm. although like at least the world is back to normal-ish yes at the um, end of Shaun of the Dead the it's of the kind Dead. of played for They've laughs got it's a knockout yeah uh, <laughs> with, with zombies, zombies. They, they used to push shopping carts around yeah and stuff. yeah yeah <laughs> but like yeah in World's End it's very much a very bleak <laughs> Twilight Zone-esque ending isn't yeah, it yeah. so yeah but I think we've talked about robot movies quite uh, a bit quite there. enough quite enough quite, quite enough. enough let's pitch some let's ideas pitch some hello just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes we hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, 
anywhere really, maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone, and maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.